Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You can never kill me. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next Post yeah. Wrestling. What? Whoa, you're excited. I'm you're, excited. You're never you're never awake for these shows. <laughs> but you have an iced coffee. Got an iced coffee. I've been up a couple of hours. Yeah, postwrestling.com. Good baby. Uh, Thursdays, we chat about NXT wrestling, but yeah. um, me and you were 90s kids. So uh, I heard there's a new Blink-182 song. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's... I thought you were playing it earlier. I thought you were listening to Imagine Dragons. Oh wow, wow! You either you either uh, die. But, hero. but then you played it from the beginning. It does sound like Blink at the beginning. The chorus oh, just it's not sounded. Good. It's it might grow on you. It might be a grower. You never know. It's a grower, not a shower. Yeah. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two is back with a new song, but the guy left the band, so it's like a different guy from like the Alkaline Trio or something. I don't know. It's, it's Blink One Eighty Three. Is it? It's like no. Blink One Eighty. There's not even 181, it's 180, because okay. they, they're going a whole 180, because this song sucks. <laughs> um, but they're going on tour. They are, yeah. And they're coming to Toronto, Yeah, but they're coming the same day that we bought tickets to something else. Yeah, we're going to see Churches again. Churches. Yeah. Yes, so we're going to see Churches, um, Chris Brown's favorite band. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. Sorry. Yeah, it walks into that. Um, uh, yeah, so they announced Blink-182 is going on tour with Lil Wayne. Now, you don't care about that, but see, that sounds like a lot of fun. Two oh, bird- I, I want to see Blink-182. I would love really? to see I would love to see that, but then uh, Lil Wayne's not allowed across the border, so mm-hmm. they changed it to Blink-182 and Simple Plan. Instantly, I don't want to go to it. Okay. Uh, but I still would have went. But it's the same day as churches. Yeah, it's shame it clashes. Like, I'd have been up to see yeah, Blink-182. Yeah, I would have went. I and I think went. a lot of people, because I... We've got a friend uh, coming from churches, Philly for churches, for churches. Um, and I know he's super excited about it. And it would have been nice to have like a bigger crew going. And I feel it's going to split now. I feel a lot of people are going to go to Blink Ooh. instead. So we'll still have a cool little crew, but 
I mean, it might not be as many. This, this Blink song, if that's any showing of what the stuff they're they're gonna play all new stuff. They're gonna play like three of their old songs, and that doesn't sound. But the is same. that Budweiser, which is just it's you fun. just chill and get drunk on the on like yeah. the, the hill, it's true on the lawn, and then you get up for the songs you know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, and Church is at Rebel, which is inside uh, where yeah. they film Impact. But uh, I've been there and I like that venue. But it'll be fun. So we're we're, we're pre planning. It's springtime in the BD, but we're pre planning our summer. Yeah. So uh, I I can't remember. Have are you going to the nineties uh, party? Which one's that? The like Aqua oh, Finger Boys. No, no, you're not going to that. I don't have a ticket. I, I can't think... remember. Did I buy you a ticket? I don't know if you bought tickets or not. Did you? I've got tickets. Oh, uh, I how think many there did are you buy? Tickets. I need to check. I know. Okay. Yeah. Because I want to go see. Uh, I want to go to London, Ontario, and I want to see Pitbull, T Pain, and Flowrider all in one day. But then another day is Snoop Dogg, Shaggy, Mace, Jim. Uh, is genuine and tone look and like all these other people. So okay. there's a whole yeah. bunch of concerts going on. I I need to work out what um what I want to what I'm going to wear for this 90s party. I mean, like, we dress like I'm the 90s thinking, all the time. I'm thinking of British fans will know who I'm talking about. I'm thinking of dressing like Mr. Motivator. Who's Mr. Motivator? He was GMTV, like morning TV. He was this What would he dress? What would he wear? Oh, like pink spanner. He dressed like a wrestler. Like a 90s. Like a like a 90s guy. Uh yeah. Um, I know all the girls I'm going with are thinking of um, dressing as Brit- like different Britneys. Yes. So you'll have like... Ooh, well, that's what people That's what people do when they go to Britney. Yeah, okay. That's that's a thing. Um, and Aiden, my, yes. my friend Taylor's boyfriend, right. is going to walk around with a shirt saying, leave Britney alone. So nice. whenever anyone hits on his girl, ah, he'll just stand behind leave her. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> right. Ooh, yes. Uh, she should dress up as uh, schoolgirl school girl Britney. And the right. best Britney. Yeah, yeah. The best. Uh, the best Britney is the one. Uh, toxic did it again. Oh, toxic. okay. Toxic has a few. Different That's ones. Mr. Motivator. Mr. Right, motivator right. looks like a wrestler. Oh, I yeah. need a fanny pack for sure. Yeah, if it's the nineties. Yeah, maybe shell suit. When is that one? I'll go to. It's I'll next go see, month. It's, it's like it feels like the first big thing that's happening this summer. Okay. I know Joe Poe's going. Of course. If I hope he's dressing up as well. John's. Uh, what would John dress up as? I'll be the guy from Aqua. If someone wants to dress up as the main singer, the girl singer, I'll be the guy singer because I look like him. I'll, I'll just yeah, trim my beard. I need a little reminder what Aqua looks like. I know they've all got like colored hair. I remember what Aqua looks like. They're yeah. the greatest. The greatest band. No, they're not really. Uh, even though John loves them. Um, well, I'm upset that I don't have a ticket to 90s night. But Oh, I need to have like frosted tips that's what I need to do did you have frosted tips never I've never like dyed my hair or you look like the guy that would have frosted tips oh I should be this dude the spiky 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 blonde hair yeah hey did you ever have breaker high in the UK no but I saw Drake wearing yeah okay I was just wondering if you he's he's learned he's learned he cannot wear sports jerseys he wears so so Drake was wearing uh, at the Raps game I don't watch Raptors but um he's go Raps (laughs) <laughs> he's wearing a breaker high hoodie now that was a huge show here in in canada it had ryan gosling on it oh okay. like way before he was like a thing uh, i used to watch the show all the time but he wore the hoodie of it uh it's already a defunct show so mm. it can't go out of it can't get canceled it can't <laughs> lose he's smart he just wear shirts that don't have teams on it so we would ha- we had instead we had grange hill and grange biker hill. grove biker grove biker grove yeah <laughs> and Biker Grove, there's... Have you heard of Anton Deck? No. They're, like, one of the most famous duos from the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV presenters, but they started off as kids 
in uh, Biker Grove called PJ and Duncan. Okay. And then they released like a, a no. single as PJ oh. and Duncan. Oh. Um, and then they got big as like, uh, like Saturday morning children's TV presenters and they're huge. I think there's some like personal things going on right now with them, right. but they've won like so many uh, BAFTA awards and they present like I'm a celebrity get me out I don't know here. what BAFTA is but it's BAFTA like a bad like British, British Academy Film and uh-huh. TV Awards what's Biker Grove it's a high school it's high school set in Bikers uh, like uh, Newcastle because they're all because Breaker High is there it's a high school that's on a boat right like they, the high school is and then a cruise so it's like the kids are like oh we, we're on high school but we're on a boat so it's like what kind of stupid ass shit but it's like <laughs> bougie kids right the, the opening like title sequence for Biker Grove is one of the best things because it's it's like, oh, biker, biker. And, like, two of the characters will jump up and wow. they'll freeze and then we'll oh. go, Grove! And they'll, like, fall down. It sounds nothing like Biker Mice from Mars. No, it's not Biker Mice <laughs> Oh, from okay. Mars. <laughs> get, get, get away from the biker. It's just the name of the school. Biker Imagine bike. these, like, punk-ass kids dressed as bikers with dangling <laughs> earrings and shit. Um, so, uh, I don't know what else we're, what else we're talking about uh, today. We have a lot of NXT chat to do, considering there is a takeover... In like two weeks, that just yeah. came out of nowhere. It's it's got a yeah, bridge it, it feels weird. Like it's felt weird this week and last week um, watching NXT. They've been they've been fine shows, but just unsure with the direction where they're going. Yeah, um, I, I feel so too. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we talk about NXT wrestling? I don't think so. Maybe just plug a few things, like go... Plug away. Hey, you did a good job with Way on Review of Thank Raw this you. Week. Are you moving up to the main roster? Uh, I can do it every every now and then. I've got my wild card. You're just going to... So. <laughs> wild card. Uh, you're just going to show up and they're like, hey, welcome to Review of Raw. Yeah. David. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it. Lost my... Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he called you by your last name. Uh, You did a fantastic job. Yeah, we can plug a few things. We did a Star Wars movie review that everyone should go listen to. I'm sure if you're listening to us right now, you did listen to it. Because we're getting a big reaction from this one. Yeah, people seem to be... uh, Believe it or not, Star Wars is popular. Wow, who would would guess? Uh, People love us trying to explain that movie. Mm. Because... Apparently we're funny, and no one knows what we were talking about half the time, which sounds right, because I didn't know what the fuck I was watching. Um, so go check out that. I know Detective Pikachu, the movie, looks ridiculous. It's coming out in theaters uh, this yeah, week. it comes out today, week. I oh, believe. Well, well, then we're behind. Uh, so, I don't know, within a week, two weeks, we'll do a Pokemon the movie review. Yeah, I yeah, I think try and fit this one. Uh, we missed April because of Mania with our... Yes. Movie review, so right. maybe try and sneak in Pokemon in the next two weeks. Um, Again, it's something silly. You don't have to understand it. Just want to listen to us talk about creatures. I think it's nostalgia as well for a- anyone kind of our age, a little bit younger, a little bit older. Especially if you go watch it was this something they grew movie. up on. I mean, Pokemon is still huge nowadays. Do you still play Pokemon Go? Do people still do that? I people do. I went on a date with a girl and she was playing it. She, it's, she was explaining it to me how I she's still quite like the idea of it because it came out. I don't get it. Around the time I moved here. Yeah. And what I liked is... It was big. It would, it would teach you things. Like, there's so many... Uh, <laughs> like where to go? Well, there's so many landmarks and things that you walk oh, past okay. every day that you never pay attention to sure. what it actually is. And yeah. to collect some, I don't know, new Pokeballs or whatever, yeah. you'd go to one of these places and it would tell you about it, which I thought was pretty cool. All I know is it just like... just eats up your data. Yeah. All I know is my mom, when Pokemon Go was like super popular, my mom wasn't sure why all these people mostly kids 
kept coming to the bus stop across the street near her house. And she's like, I don't understand why these kids are coming here. There's no bus. Like, they're not waiting for buses. They're just standing around on their phones. And I, it took me three seconds. I was like, Mom, they're playing Pokemon. She's like, what? Pokemon. Mm. She's like, That's, you know, from the 90s. I was like, no, 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 no. It's back. And it's still big. And that was only like two or three years ago. So the other day you were like sorting out your room and like rooting through boxes and things. And you pulled out your old... Your old Game Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you, Game Boy Advance? Is yeah, it, it was or? a Game Boy Advance, but I use it because I have the Game Boy Advance SP. This is some nerdy... Gamers will get me here. Because it has the light built in. So you can play Game Boy Original or Game Boy Color games, but okay. it gives you the light on the screen. Nice. So you can still play it, like, night and stuff. But I only have it because I have, like, the old Pokemon games. Yeah, I mean, every now and then I get the itch to just get... right an older Game Boy or like a DS or something to play the Pokemon games because sure. I think the Pokemon games are fantastic oh, I mean hey you can play them on uh, I have like a you can get emulator. emulators and, and stuff and you can save and add cheats and all these yeah like I did I used, I got one of the emulators at my old job so I play it at work yeah but the thing it's it's something nice about it being on yeah, the go of course. like pulling it out and uh, I love doing that yeah um, so, so so we'll talk about Pokemon I'm sure we'll get into Real Pokemon chat once we do that. Thing. Sure. Because we'll talk about the cards. I don't know if you're gotten into that kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah. The cards the toys. drama. So if you're, listen- if you're interested in us listening, or sorry, if you're interested in listening to us talk about Pokemon in depth, go- wait, look out for that. We'll put the yeah, feedback up. We'll put up the feedback up like, later today or something. I, I, think I like getting the film review feedback up early so when whenever you have it time in your schedule to watch it you yeah. can kind of leave something if, straight away even if you didn't want don't want to rewatch the pokemon the movie i believe this is the 1999 version it's called pokemon the first movie right uh they gave out cards in the theater yeah uh so even if you do remember don't remember just put some feedback for pokemon in yeah it'd be your memories yeah. or, or about the new pikachu movie the games yeah current pokemon so cards go, whatever go look out for that uh, it'll be coming in the week or so uh from us um um we our T-shirt store's still open, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash up next. So go check that out. Oh, we got a, we, we got a, our friend let us borrow a Switch. Oh, yeah. So now we have a Switch and Mario Kart. We got to, we got to, uh, we got to start playing some Switch. Yeah, absolutely. Someone, someone, uh, someone send us Mortal Kombat 11. I heard it's really <laughs> bad on the Switch, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to go buy it yesterday. I, I don't quite understand it all, but there's talks about Xbox, like, moving away from consoles and oh. so basically you'd be able to play Xbox games on the Switch from what I understood. Okay. I don't know the ins and outs, but nice. that's pretty, be cool. pretty cool. Um, uh, I've never had an Xbox. I'm a PlayStation and Nintendo guy. But if you can start playing those games on the Switch as well, that, that sounds interesting. Awesome. Well, I just have Mario Kart now and I'm waiting to have people come over and then I destroy them. Are you working today? Uh, no, I'm oh, going okay. to Ring of Honor tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 So if anyone's kind of uh, jealous of this. Why aren't you coming? I'm working. Oh. I've just had the last two days off. I, I know. I gave your ticket away to Jesse from the Six. Jesse from the Six. Yeah. He, he's going to have fun, and he's not mad that you're missing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess that's, that's what that is. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a slow news day, I would say. Uh, is it? Let's go into some NXT t- news, I guess, because we're talking about how they just pulled out a... Uh, we're just pulling it up. A takeover, Bridgeport. Takeover 25. From Bridgeport, you're trying to convince me to go because that's what you do. <laughs> David tries to convince me to go to every wrestling event that they announce in WWE or New Japan. They could be like, "Look, there's a show in Osaka." You're like, "Let's go!" <laughs> like, no, dude, we don't have money. Yeah. We're podcasters. Um, so, Takeover 25. It's supposed to be, you know, not, Takeover Bridgeport 
doesn't sound cool. No. So Takeover 25, have you looked up if this is, in fact, the 25th Takeover? Because I heard you talking to Way about it. I, uh, <laughs> I, I stupidly, I, t- I took their word for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's actually like Takeover 12. Like, no one, no one actually realizes. You, you keep talking. I'm going to look okay, this up. Because, because uh, I want to talk about a, a specific match that is was advertised that they're hyping for that is no longer going to happen and that is uh involving Dijak. Djokovic. yeah D- donovan dijakovic you're yep. messing with, you can't mess up his name for me i'll, I'll screw it up forever <laughs> yeah. uh, dijakovic dijakovic he's out he's he, he's got a, a leg a knee injury he had surgery on his knee he cut a promo in his car that he put on social media um it's kind of sad. It's very sad. Um, he had that feud going with Keith Lee that they were going to hype up for a match, potentially a takeover match. Keith Lee got taken out. Yeah. So then they went forward with the Velveteen Dream and Dijak, which is a huge spot for him. His biggest spot that he's had thus far. And now he's out again. So uh, and now it's he's bad out. Sorry, time. I like. I feel he's got the potential to be a huge heel I in think, NXT. I think this guy has a really potential. great run. Yeah, WWE. Um, how how long he's had surgery already, or he needs? I believe he already did. Yeah, uh, but he'll be out for a few months. Yeah, um, it's very unfortunate. There's someone else who was put on the shelf already who tweeted out uh, yesterday. It was their birthday, uh, Tomasa Champa, saying that the doctor said. Um, I have some not so great news for you. Oh, I, I have this. excellent news oh. for you. So, if you're wondering if you'll ever see Champa wrestle again, there may be high hopes for that. There may be a chance he actually comes back. Is what people are saying well, on the great. internet. That's... So, imagine one day in Takeover Jetta, we'll get <laughs> <laughs> Tomasa Champa versus Johnny Gargano. The culmination. Um, so, you know, injuries suck and injuries will affect uh, wrestling, as we all know. But I'm just wondering where we go with this takeover. Well, I, yeah, I can only see... It was supposed to be Dijak and Dream. Dijak and, uh, and Dream. Um, but even, I mean, we'll get into this week's show. Yeah. But I, I was under the impression it was going to be Cole and Gargano yes. again. But it doesn't I don't seem know. to be yeah, going that it's way. Not clear. Uh, which, yeah, it's interesting. Well, maybe we should... Talk about this week's NXT. Yeah, you are not my kind. how the theme goes you are not our kind something like that you are not uh, uh, how do you feel about it I love it <laughs> Slipknot's gonna come to Toronto let's go are they? no oh. I'm not going to actually see no I think they are I, I don't wanna go. I think they're I, I really, at Budweiser stage I really don't you wanna go to Slipknot? Sure. out of you and me I would be the one being like let's fucking go to Slipknot I'm going to Alexis it's on a, I'm up for anything at, uh, but at Budweiser stage I'm always up for any concert yeah. regardless concerts are always fun to be. like I went to see Morrissey two weeks ago because oh, my yeah. friend Tanya is like hey I got a free ticket to Morrissey he's like hell yeah uh, I'm a huge Smiths fan now Morrissey you know he still has a good voice but I wish he played more Smith songs I mean I feel we should yeah they're playing Budweiser stage <laughs> on the 20th of uh, August oh my god what Slipknot who's playing with them someone um, huge probably someone opening for them 
That's I don't even know a Slipknot I mean, song. Imagine if they do the NXT theme there. They will. Yeah. What if all of them come out on stage? Absolute scenes. And they all sing They're it. Singing like in, along the, with them. in the video, yeah. Oh. We are not your kind. We are not your kind. It's such a like catchy song. <laughs> oh, man. Um, they are with Volbeat, Gajira, and Behemoth. Behemoth, yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Nice. I bet... Uh, who's Daniel Bryan's new tag team partner, champion? Rowan. I bet he's wearing a Behemoth shirt. Probably. At some point. Only 26.50. That's not bad. Should we go? Long- I'm not going. <laughs> like, I would do fine. Let's I wear black it. all the time. I look like a scary dude, even though I'm not. You wouldn't fit in. You would, look, hey, you would just look like a bloke. Don't tell me... Yeah. It's 2019. <laughs> Everyone fits in. I'm gonna take Snipplot is for everyone. I'm gonna take you to uh to Slipknot and you'll see it. I'll throw you in the pit. Do it. Have you ever been in the pit? Yeah. You've jumped in the pit? Of what pit? Oh not anywhere crazy, yeah. but <laughs> Yeah, Aqua. Elbows out. You learn. Have quick. you ever have you ever uh like crowd surfed? No. Oh. I'm a bigger I'm guy. Crowd surf to Aqua. <laughs> I'm a bigger guy, but I have done it. Yeah. I've done it once or twice. Oh, it doesn't matter really how big you are. You've uh, enough people. I've seen people drop. Exactly. I have seen people fall. <laughs> I like it when they get to the, like, the back of it and they just dump. They're just like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. You ever seen Post Malone? He goes to jump. You ever seen School of Rock where Jack Black goes to do the stage, stage dive but everyone moves out of the way? Post Malone right, yeah. did that. <laughs> it happened to I him. saw a comedian at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival okay. once, which is like the biggest theatre and comedy sure. festival, in certainly in Europe. Um, and there was this comedian, and his whole set was super dry. Like, okay. you know, those kind of just dry, serious comedians, sure. like very you. monotone. Um, and then he ended his set by going like thank you very much and then just crowd surfed out and it was so funny because he was suited up oh it was hilarious because it just didn't suit him (laughs) you weren't expecting it and he made one joke earlier in the night about crowd surfing to like set it up and then yeah just crowd surfed out of the out of the theatre that's the way to go yeah it was great so we're going to get Slipknot tickets we'll get back to you on that uh, later on I want Chuck to crowd surf at churches uh, let's make it happen <laughs> uh, if you're in the Toronto area come to churches to, uh, July 7th Rebel we'll be there with a big group of people and friends so uh, up, nec- up next takes churches we'll yeah. take you to church uh, I don't know that's an open invite anyone who wants to go get a ticket and join us uh, we'll, uh, we'll make our friend Chuck crowd surf he's a big dude I don't know if that's going to work we'll make it work alright we'll the make it work the power of churches lifting <laughs> Uh, let's talk about this week's NXT, We Are Not Your Kind. In fact, Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair is the match that's starting today episode. It is the, what is it, May... May the 8th. May the 8th edition of NXT. Mia Yim, Bianca Belair. Now, uh, Mia Yim comes out with her head baddie in charge music. Mm. Now, you always say, did this person change their music? Did this person change Mm. their music? She did change her music like a while back, but I miss her old one. But I, this one's okay. Head baddie in charge. Right. I'm not as familiar with Mia Yim's music. We we don't see her enough. It, yeah, I, I think I think you're a fan of Mia Yim. I like her. I, yeah. I think so too. Um, she hasn't really sold me on NXT. No. Yeah. She needs to. She needs to figure some stuff out. Yeah. But I think this was a good improvement. Um, her music, it's growing on me. Bianca Belair comes out. 
Now, I don't, I'm blanking on the name, but at the Met Gala the other night, a celebrity showed up with Bianca Belair's hair. Oh, okay. And started doing similar things. So people were like, hey, Bianca, this person's clearly uh, ripping you off. Mm. I'm blanking on who it is. Pretty cool, though. Um, is it Steve Buscemi? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, someone uh, cropped like 10 photos and went like, this person's ripping off Ric Flair. This person's ripping off Ric... Like, back right. side to side comparisons. It's on Ric Flair's Instagram. Nice. Of like different things people were wearing. Met Gala is ridiculous. I don't even know what it is, but it's all wrestling outfits. Bianca Belair, Mia Yim. Uh, Full Sail loves both of these women. They're they're chanting uh, EST and they're chanting H-I-B... Head, sorry, H-B-I-C? H-B-I-C. It doesn't roll off the tongue as much as I want it to. No. But I still like it. The head baddie in charge. Um, they start off by keep trying to like out-wrestle each other. There's arm drags they're trading. There's drop kicks where they... They both drop kick each other, and then they kind of do a standoff, and Real recognizes Real, and Mia Yim says, I see you, I see you. There's a lot of trash talking mm. in this match. Um, there's the I'm undefeated, and she says, no, you're not, and Mia Yim starts beating on her. Mia Yim hits some sort of like detonation Pele kick. She sets up for the cannonball in the corner, but Bianca gets out of the way just in time. Mia Yim misses the cannonball and splashes into nothing. No water in the pool. Um, Bianca hits a standing splash for a two count. There's a like a powerbomb lift up by Bianca, and then she sends Mia Yim reverse, going face first into the turnbuckle, which looked really cool. It looks like she took her head off like snake eyes almost, and then she just keeps trash talking her. Bianca is all about the trash talking. And then basically like while Mia Yim's like kinda like on the ground in the middle of the ring getting up, Bianca Slaps her own ass and is like, like, kiss my ass, essentially, mm. which fires up Mia Yim and she says, get that out of my face. And then she jumps up and gets a guillotine. This looked beautiful. Mm. Imagine running up to someone like running to hug. Instead of hugging, you run up and jump into them and put them in a guillotine. It looked really cool. She has that, but Bianca Belair is a beast and lifts Mia Yim dead weight and suplexes her, which is really great. They continue to fight. Mia Yim finally counters back, hits the cannonball in the corner, followed up by a tarantula. But after breaking the five count, they trade a bunch of roll-ups. And Bianca Belair gets caught by the ref for trying to hold the ropes for the, the pin, like a roll-up here, trying to get the assist. Then they go back and forth, forth with a few counters. And this time, Bianca Belair takes her long hair puts it over the rope and under the rope and uses it to hold the ropes like a cheating way. But with her hair, the ref didn't see it. And Bianca Belair picks up a victory over Mia Yim. And the ref didn't realize it, but Mia Yim realizes what happened with the hair. But it was too late. And Bianca sneaks away with the pin. Um, Mauro Ranallo says, the braid got her paid. Oh, ho, ho. Which is true. It's It was... It was just by a hair, right? Uh, I actually like that finish. I think we called this finish. You didn't we say uh, that like a, a long time ago, ago that yeah. she, she should do when this? When we got into yeah. like... Uh, Her hair. We talked about... Tweeting when... Jimmy Corderas about yes. the legalities and stuff. See, that would be illegal because you're still using the ropes to... It's still part of your it's body, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like using the ropes for leverage, but the ref didn't see it. It's fine, but it's just quite interesting that there's other ways to go about using this hair. Yeah. Not just hitting people with I like the finish. I I think her her like attitude is awesome. The way she's smiling, skipping up the ramp, right. twiddling her hair, blows a kiss. I 
I think she's a natural. She's a, she's a heel. Uh, actually, it could be seen as a face too. The crowd was both into both of these these girls, but I just thought that was a real funny way because they had me for that finish when she tried to win. The ref caught her and was like, "No, don't hold the ropes." And then she's like, "Oh, okay, I won't." I was watching her. I was like, "What is she doing with her hair?" And she put it th- over and under the yeah. ropes, and I was like, "Oh, interesting." And then next thing you know, she wins with it. I assume this isn't the end between these two. We're going to see some more. No, I feel like Bianca. I mean, she had that title shot. And she lost, but it, did, it was a great showing for her. I yeah. feel like she maybe is going to be put in the next slot down the line. Yeah, I think. Way. Maybe I, when we've got a different champion. Yeah, and I am interested in seeing more of Mia Yim. I think this is this was a good spot for her. I think seeing more of her, just kind of keep doing it, keep getting better, and keep improving. The character is a character, but it's not full yet, maybe. Like, it's not super complete. Uh, but I think Mia Yim keeps improving... Uh, she she's been great. I've watched her yeah. uh, in the Indies. She's a fantastic wrestler. There's yeah. no debate about that. So uh, I, I think both of these women will go really far. I feel this match was possibly when at the PC or wherever they went right. We want both of you to work on your trash talking. Talking because <laughs> there was all a, they did a lot of it. I like it. I think uh, Kevin Owens is the best at it. Of course, um, it seemed a bit too much in this which yeah. is why I felt like it, it felt like a note going into it well when Bianca uh, I think it works for both of them both have that kind of you can imagine them talking trash like in a fight well she Whereas, from start to finish there was trash on yeah. in this match and Bianca is when she was doing the kiss my ass thing like slapping her ass mm. like kiss my ass and Bianca uh, Mia is like Get that out of my face! Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, like uh uh-uh, uh, mm mm. Uh, so yeah, both of them are just attitudes. Two dudes with tudes. Um, we go next. The announce team, the commentary team, uh, tell us that there is exclusive security camera footage from Full Sail. We have to show you this. We have to show you this, and it shows from uh, like a back black and white security camera style, where it's the the War Raiders. They're not the Viking Raiders. The War Raiders. Different people. They uh, are... No, they were called Viking Raiders. What? Yeah, they called them Viking Raiders today. Because on their tweets, they were, they were hashtagging War Raiders. Well, they, so they, called, them, they called them Ivar and Eric. Oh, I'm my pretty sure they God. said Viking Raiders. What? I'm so confused. Because I, I, on their social media, they tagged uh, War Raiders. So I was like, what? Weird. So confused now. And what confused me was uh, I watched SmackDown yesterday, and they're calling Ember Moon the War Goddess. So they're clearly not hung up over that word. Oh, that's strange. The War Goddess. Yeah. The Goddess of War. Goddess of War. The God of War. That's. Weird. It's just bizarre. Okay. Well, uh, as we know in Full Sail NXT territory, never. Have your back turned when it involves parking lots or anything like that. So the Viking Raiders, whatever you want to call them, they are leaving in the most set-up shot ever. (laughs) They're leaving this this like weird gate thing lifts and a truck pulls up. And if you look closely, the truck like cuts them off and it's Jackson Riker who's in the driver's seat. And then War Raiders throw their gym bags down. They're ready to fight. But then they are blindsided from a sneak attack from the Forgotten Sons. And they beat the shit out of them and then jump in their truck and drive off, leaving the War Raiders beaten and bruised. I'd love one day for uh, these sneak attacks. The people attack just go, yeah, I'm calling the police. <laughs> like, we've got, we've got video evidence. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not having this going to work. I fight in the ring, outside of the ring. 
No, just that's that's GBH right like, there. Like realistically, the parking lot in NXT with the history, you'd figure. I've been. Do you to- think you all sign a waiver? It's like once you cross the gates, what happens happens. Look, I've been to Full Sail. I know the I know the ways of Full Sail. They just don't have enough security. Obviously, there's a safety hazard going on here. <laughs> First, you know, it goes back all these times. Maybe one day we'll get, like, a best of NXT parking lot attacks, <laughs> and it'll solve every little thing that goes on, because clearly there's an issue here. Mm. Like, it's just bad area. Winter, yeah. Winter Park, Florida is a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous hood. Everyone knows that. So, uh, from this, I assume uh, Forgotten Sons are our next tag champs. What a shit write-off, if that's the... If, do you, do you think they're written off? Yes. Or you think this is setting up for a match? No, I think they're gone. Really? I think they're dropping the titles. I think I, they're. I don't think they're wrestling in NXT ever again. Okay. I don't. I don't see them. No. Why would you? Oh, I assume this was a setup to a match, it, which they'll it, drop the titles. It makes it sound like a setup for the match, but then it said next week they're going to they're going to say something. They, they didn't say they didn't say a match. They didn't say something. I think they I think they're our next Raw tag champions. They should be, um, yeah. That's why beat, I don't... They I don't, beat Hawkins and yeah, this I, week. Yeah, that's why I don't think I need... They, they're going to be on NXT anymore. I think uh, I think the Forgotten Sons maybe will be the next champs some I way. I think they will. I'd rather, I'd rather just see the Raiders robbed. Like, sure. They're wounded from this attack. They're pissed this attack off. This was a shit attack. They put realistically, the on the line. Realistically, this was not a very big attack. They threw them against the wall yeah. like and, and beat on them. Like... Like that was it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm. This was just throwing them in against the walls and this yeah. garbage. Like we've seen these guys in matches where they've gotten hurt more yeah. than that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think the tag team division would be fine simply because they've clearly been trying to push for like the street profits, the one two, the yeah. even even era. You could put them in a match, and fine, no Completely. problem. So I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see. But I do want to see them as Raw champions. I think they will be. Yeah, they deserve to be. I watched Raw and. They need to be champions. They look like WWE champions. Yeah. They're huge. They're amazing. I'm glad they're on Raw. I just don't like the name change. Okay, so that was the security footage attack. Very funny. Very great. But then we go to the PC because there's a, another backstage. Everyone's footage. attacking everyone. Yeah, always. Uh, so there is Shayna Baszler. She's in the Performance Center with uh, Jesmyn Duke and Marina Shafir. And she's going to be the referee in a sparring session between those two. And she blows the whistle, or it says go. And they, they start to spar, and they start wrestling. But as uh, Baszler is like watching this intently, she is attacked by Io Shirai from nowhere and starts pounding on her and beating on her. They try to break up the brawl. Then, then a bunch of other people from the PC get involved. And, and then your favorite, Robbie Brooks. What are you doing? <laughs> That sounded more Scottish than Yeah, Scottish, I've been but. saying that all week. So. <laughs> Bianca, what are you doing? Eo, I was waiting. What are you doing? I was waiting for him to say something like that, but he was not. He was not the focus. I apologize to any Scousers <laughs> listening right now. Um, but you said that last week, and I, I just all week I've been talking to myself like, "What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing?" But also to any Scousers listening, beat Tottenham. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if that means, but sure. Um, so Robbie Brookside, he has his work cut out for him. Give this man a raise. Every week he's breaking up fights and scuffles. Like, fuck, dude. Like, good for you. Keep doing the good fights. So, Io Shirai is pissed off at Shayna Baszler. Clearly, that's where we go in Bridgeport at yeah. TakeOver 25. One-on-one 
Baszler, Io, hashtag Shirai gets me high because she's taking home the title. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, this takeover to me feels like a battleground or a sure. fast lane. Sure. Do, do you know what I mean? 100%. I think just because there hasn't been build to it and then it's suddenly, oh, we got to take over in two weeks. Right. Um, so I can't, I can't really see any major title changes. Uh, there is one thing I could see and it's super major and it should be at TakeOver and that is Riddick Moss. <laughs> he should be on the card. Remember this guy? Remember this guy. Anyone who's listened to this is show. Tito Sabatelli still in NXT? Apparently he's still signed but apparently he was hurt. Okay. But then I also read that Sabatelli is, uh, may or may not be in a relationship with a Mandy Rose. Oh. So I was like, you know what? He's fine. He's doing <laughs> fine. He's fine. Uh, I don't know. That's what uh, that's what Twitter verse tells me. But Riddick Moss, yeah, remember him? Do you? Do you really? Riddick Moss. It's, the only thing he's got going for him is his name, because you you know you're Moss. He's just Mossin. You know, you ever heard that? Is that a slang word back home? No. Mossin. No. Chilling. Okay. Get it? Because moss grows under the. Okay. Right, right? Stretch. You're learning. But, okay. You're, I didn't create it. <laughs> I didn't create it, but that was, you know, I grew up saying, what are you doing? Uh, Mawson. Right. Yeah. Riddick Moss is, in fact, Mawson. He comes out. He is going to face Raul Mendoza. However, Riddick Moss is sporting, and I use that word specifically, a new gimmick here. Mm. He is the Riddick Regimen. Regimen? Regimen. Yeah, Regimen. It is, uh, he comes out to like a Moby ripoff theme. He's very inspirational. Think Simon Dean. You're like trainer. You're like sports trainer. He's a gym guy. You're a like. gym guy. Yeah. He comes out with his shirt on that says Riddick Regimen. He's got a metallic water bottle with his logo on it. He's staying hydrated. He drinks his water before the match. It's, he's, a, he's your gym. He's your trainer. Your personal trainer, if you will. Um, the, uh, he's, he's against Raul Mendoza. Now we've seen him and the commentary instantly say like, oh, this guy's a chopper essentially. Yeah. Uh, Mendoza's had a little bit of a makeover as well. Like yeah. his, his ring gear. Kind he of looks, he doesn't look like he's fresh off the Indies. No, he, he looks, lo he looked yeah, a bit better he here. Did. And that's something that w we love this guy. Yeah. He's um, great. and his look has been something that we're like, meh, I think still needs something when in the ring, but I thought his entrance stuff. Made him seem a bit more legit. He had some jazzier gear. Yeah. He didn't look like he had some, like, you know, $5 ticket yeah. gear. You know what I'm saying? So he's against Riddick Moss, Raul Mendoza. They start off here. Um, the whole time, it's like Riddick being, going really heavy on this gimmick. Uh, Mendoza hits this crazy Huracan Rana, then a standing star press, all for a two count. Um, every time Riddick is like, hurt or something, he gets out of the ring, takes a sip of his water, that kind of stuff. Real, real silly. Um, there's a, there's a point where he gets, he, I think he maybe when he took the Rana before that, he rolls out of the ring, Riddick and grabs a muscle relaxer mm. and he starts doing it on his, his like his muscles. Cause yeah. he's like, Oh, I, that hurt. Hold on. I gotta, gotta, and he's like massaging. Uh, very strange. He goes back in the ring and Raul's on fire, hits all these moves, and then goes for like a springboard crossbody. But Riddick catches him and then starts to like lift him like a weight and then does a fallaway slam, which looked really cool actually. Um, then he picks him up and he puts him into a military press into a spine buster. Kind of like 
Goldberg, Goldberg kind of do yeah. that, right? Yeah, that's right. He'd do it into like a power slam, wouldn't he? Yeah, so it looked... I thought this was the finish. And Raul Mendoza kicks out. I was like, yes! Yes, Raul! Um, so Raul keeps fighting back, and when it was only a two count, Riddick at the referee is like, come on! That was you got to count faster. Than yeah. that. You got to count faster, baby. You got to count faster. You got to be quick like me. And the ref was, uh, was like, "Buzz off, like, <laughs> fuck off, dude." Uh, Moral reminds us that you too should stay hydrated, just like Riddick Moss uh, keeps drinking from his thing, and he holds up the the bottle of water, and he's like, "Yeah, like you, you see this, Raul? You gotta you gotta stay hydrated." And Raul smacks it out of the way. The water goes everywhere. He hits a fury of striking strikes, uh, hits an enziguri. He sets him up for some sort of other move, hits another enziguri in the corner, and then Raul hits a springboard corkscrew and gets the win on Riddick Moss, which came out of nowhere. I thought I, for sure Raul was not winning. Yeah, I was not expecting that, uh, especially with Riddick Moss debuting this new gimmick. Yeah, the and Simon he's gonna He's going to look that, obviously, a, a Vince McMahon yeah. would love. It's like Mark Jindrak. Yeah, uh, just big muscled guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a moment uh, early in the match where Mendoza like looks at um, Riddick Moss and he's like, "Yeah, you look good." You look <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. He's, he's like, like "Yeah, oh, he, good muscle." He, 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 he goes, "Yeah, yeah, you are ripped." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I quite enjoyed this match, to be honest. I think I had I had a lot more fun watching this than I thought I would. I think maybe <laughs> because I'm just a supporter of. Mendoza sure. and wanted him to win and he did but I didn't think uh, Moss looked bad no he didn't either um, I think that tag team just I hated yeah, just because they were clones it's really sucked, of yeah, each other um, and I think we've kind of moved past these sort of meathead um, <laughs> yeah we've moved past the meathead hey now you're a trainer you're, you're a personal trainer you're Simon Dean yeah. you're a personal trainer uh, but I thought this was alright um, yeah, I, I liked it as well. I think Raul Mendoza can go. I would love somewhere. to see um, just for, as a TV match a Kushida Mendoza. Sure, fifteen minutes. I feel match. like Mendoza has a spot on two five, kind of down the line. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's later. not there yet, is he? No, Carrillo is. Although they said he's two twenty. There you go, two twenty. Got to go down, really? Yeah, yeah I was surprised. He looks. A little I don't smart. know if they just plucked that number out of thin air, but yeah, I think it was that. Nigel. They don't like, do that. They don't do that. They don't just tell us random things. Yeah. They don't lie to us. I think it was with the bicycles. He's like, oh, he's lifting like a 220-pound oh, luchador. Okay. Well, Raul Mendoza, with those gains, clearly he's been hanging out with Riddick Moss. Uh, it's just interesting that Moss has a... a uh, it's Moss from the IT crowd. Have you ever watched that? Moss. Uh, he's, he's got this gimmick that's like... A, I just don't know how far that will go, but... Uh, I, I enjoyed this as well. I thought this was kind of fun. Um, <laughs> I want to see more people do military presses into spine busters. Oh, according to Google, he's like 100. Yeah, he, there's no yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. It's like when H- Hardcore Holly kept saying he was like, what, 400? <laughs> yeah. Him and Crash, yeah. The super heavyweights. <laughs> we get a recap of last week. The time splitter himself, Kushida, he will be in action again next week. Now, seeing as the TakeOver 25... Takeover Bridgeport, <laughs> that's what I really want to call it, is is coming up soon. I think instantly he should be slotted in. Kushida should be slotted in there to have a match. Now, I was talking about Dijak being taken out. Would you put Kushida into there with Velveteen Dream? Or is that way too early and way too clashing? I don't know. I think Kushida needs a win. I, I think maybe not. 
maybe that could be a Toronto takeover See, so match. No, I have a I have a fan theory now mm. that we're just gonna get into mid NXT. Dijak's out. Yeah. You're supposed to be Dijak and Dream, right? The main event, in my opinion, should still be Cole and Gargano. Yeah. Even though whatever happens later happens. It should be now Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream. Okay. Velveteen Dream loses to Roderick Strong. Adam Cole loses to Johnny Gargano. Gargano still has his title. Dream does not have his title. SummerSlam weekend in Toronto, the man I always beat and beat for the North American title, Velveteen Dream versus Gargano in the main event. I, yeah, I can see that. Therefore, you, ha- you could do Roddy and Cole for the North American you could do so many different split-offs. I'm just wondering what you do with Dream because well, he can't. He beat Matt Riddle in that banger at the last takeover. And it's like, what do you do now? Because where's Matt Riddle going? Well, that's what I... Riddle winning tonight, surely he should be right. poised for a Gargano yeah. program. Um, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think whatever the title match is, as I said, this feels like a, a battleground. Yeah. I think you're going to save all over the place. whatever your big main event is going to be. You're saving that for SummerSlam yeah. weekend. Um, I don't. I don't dislike that idea. Yeah. Um, but I wonder. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, I, I just really can't see where they're going. I think. I think that's a great shout. Yeah. Hopefully, you get to see something along those lines. Also, because you're t- you were talking about it's a takeover that's like kind of out of nowhere. We got injuries. We got things going on. Why don't you put people we got already in in these slots? Yeah. You got people who are here. I guess. I guess so again, we, who would you have Kushida? Ooh, oh, true. Uh, he needs a win that you're not gonna. I Ky- don't think you. Kyle can, O'Reilly. Yeah, I. I think that would be. It's a lot of undisputed on that card, though. I guess it is, but, but you don't want to have him. You don't want to have him lose his first takeover match. But yeah. You don't want to have him beat Dream Riddle. Sure. Cole, one of those guys. Yeah. So I mean, this this would be the slot where if Andrade was still in NXT, mm. I feel this is the. Like Andrade match, yeah. Or what about Kona Reeves? <laughs> it's probably what Kona Reeves and and Riddick Moss should be a tag team. Oh God, we're the finest. You know, you have you have little uh, vignettes where it's like Riddick's trying to get Kona into the best yeah. physical shape he can be, stuff like that. That'd be great. Uh, I don't know. Kushida will be fine as long as he's on the card. I think he will be. He tweeted out like, "Who do you want? Yeah. my match to be exactly. Uh, bring someone back down." Have him fight him. Maybe. Shinsuke Nakamura. Sure. <laughs> then we'll go to Bridgeport. <laughs> Let's go to uh, our main event. It's an underrun episode of NXT, which means we had to cut some stuff because things change. What, do you, what, what does Meltzer like to say? Uh, plan subse- subject to change. <laughs> Plans change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we say that a lot in this household. Yeah. 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 Uh, our main event, it is Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole. Now, this could have been a match on the following TakeOver because Completely. this was a banger. Uh, Adam Cole comes out, does his boom uh, thing. I just always love when he does that. Is it me? Does anyone else do watch Adam Cole's entrance? And then when you see him get up on that, like, you could be on your phone. You could be, like, chilling. But as soon as he gets up on the the apron, yeah. you're kind of like, all right, do it. Yeah, do it. It's. Yeah, I find it, it funny though. It's make, make your money. It happens it. with Triple H sometimes, 
when it's wire. like fuck I, I have gotten to this apron way too soon and yeah, yeah, stand yeah, there yeah, for yeah, ages yeah, yeah. and he'll just like look around it's like yeah I'm here a good like four bars early before but I gotta wait here just no. to point at myself and go boom Nakamura he, he does it you, oh Nakamura does it all the time yeah Nakamura he, does it all the time I think he's just given up on trying yeah, to yeah, hit yeah, yeah, like, yeah. cause he'll be like and he'll be like fuck I missed that one so then he'll slow down whatever he's the doing to the next one he, I mean this was more when he was like baby face Nakamura sure. he has the two things he has the 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 bit of the ropes yeah. the bent the back bend That's and then he has the yow right okay and it's he's lucky he has two different yeah so sometimes wrestling's like, weird yeah <laughs> you gotta have like poses and like <laughs> same with the Finn Balor imagine you miss that yeah oh, you'd be you'd be sitting there waiting my, one of my favorites is when I think Kane and Big Show were partnering yeah. each other and Kane does his like fire spot yeah. where he brings the arms down and nothing yeah, comes yeah, out yeah, yeah. and Big Show just corpses because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just... it just looks dumb if nothing happens just... that always happened to Kane yeah. <laughs> I always remember that happening to Kane it's so sad don't do it maybe no pyro Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole a match that did not need pyro they start off this match with a bunch of like again trying to out wrestle each other uh, Matt Riddle has the size advantage over Adam Cole and he is like side waist lock, side wrestling, like chain wrestling. There's like waist locks and waist slams. Just real like mat strength here. Uh, Riddle is super impressive uh, in this match, if you ask me. Um, there's a, a I'm I'm reading. I can't even read my own notes here. Uh, there's a bunch of gut wrench suplexes from Matt Riddle where he doesn't release the gut wrench. So you like, like the trifecta. Yeah, you just like throw them. He's just ragdolling Adam Cole here, really. Uh, Cole finally dumps him. Uh, there's like a, a leg sweep there. Uh, he starts beating on Matt Riddle finally with the offense, and he he tells him, uh, "You're a joke." You're nothing. I'm the actual uncrowned champ, and you're walking around in flip-flops. He's trying to do some trash-talking, but he gets hit by Matt Riddle. Uh, but Cole shuts him down with an enzigiri, um, but Riddle, like, no-sells it, like, hulks up. He takes, mm. he sells the enzigiri, but doesn't basically fall, and German suplexes Adam Cole. Just a bunch of suplexes in this match. Uh, it is halfway through this match where I'm like, yeah, I do want Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar. As a as a as a dream match because yeah. like yeah dude's He's, a beast yeah it's interesting because I like the Brock versus smaller guys matches right Riddle isn't a small guy no um, he's. It's it, weird. I always think of him as a smaller guy, and then you look at him, and he's he's like just uh, because muscle. we've seen he's him in tall. person. Like you see him in person. Like we've been in the same room as him. He looks like a guy who's maybe a little bigger than normal people, but when he's like in ring gear, he looks Jack. He's yeah, a Jack dude. He is. He's in great shape. Um, I don't think there are many wrestlers like him. And he's, he's so fluid as well. Oh, like I know you're not a fan of his his character promo work, but like there has something to be said about oh, him. ring work. He is maybe on his um, way to be a. And I a think legend, against the like, Brock, it, you can see when Brock is motivated as well. Yeah, when he's and like, against this guy, he would be. I no? think he would be absolutely. I think that's my dream match. Like I know people are have been talking about it for a while, specifically Riddle, because he tweets about how he wants Brock. Well, it looks like Brock's going to be around a while. Looks like well it. Now. Yeah. So looks this like is something it. we can have in any in, in a year. Sign, or two. sign me up. That sounds I, so good. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Uh, so he's hitting suplexes and Germans and all sorts of strikes. Um, there's a suplex out of the corner, like an exploder. He. He then uh, 
hits like his broton is what he calls it. He hits a, a German suplex and he sells his own like his own hand. He's basically being like, you know, when you land on your, like your neck the wrong way, you lose feeling in your hand. Mm. So Riddle's like really like going into that. He's really good at making it look real because sure. he came from somewhere where it was. Where it was. I don't know. So I guess it you know what you know what hurts. Yeah, you yeah. know the feelings and stuff. I don't know. I'm just saying he's also improving in his as shitty like his acting. Mm. Like he, it, he's getting better at that. I've watched him in the indies, and a I lot know. Of, sorry, yeah. I was just going to say about his selling, and you saying, "Well, he he knows how it feels." Yeah. Um, I know some a lot of people find him over the top, uh, but that that's something Ziggler said. Ziggler would sure. watch boxing, right, and to see how <coughs> to see how people fall when they're like hit in certain places, ah, see you. how they react. So it's okay. it's more. Legitimate. It is. It, it, it looks like he's... Because we've watched him in the Indies a little bit. And, like, a lot of people give him the thing for, like, no-selling. Mm. It's a thing that he, he's known for. Even in this match. Exactly in this match. Yeah. He no-sells a lot. But that's fine. Wrestlers do that. You watch New Japan, like, near the end of the matches, that happens. I wouldn't say it's no-selling. It. I mean, you see, like, Ishii and exactly Tanahashi do it. About, yeah. Where it's... Where they kind of absorb the pain. Yeah, that's and it. And it's like... Oh, you fight through it's it. Whole yeah. Rather than... Yeah. Rather than doing like the big man, like the old Undertaker, where you'd get hit and then you sit up. and you just look at them and it's like, oh, that didn't hurt. Imagine you're in a real fight, in a street fight. Someone's fighting you and like you're so hyped up, you got the adrenaline running. Like this guy swings you, hits you with a right hook, and you drop down, but you're like, and you fight back. Like people use pain to yeah, up. Like, exactly. Goldberg always used to headbutt the door until he like concussed himself <laughs> before a promo. <laughs> But it's like you see people slap each other to fire each other right. up. It's, I, I like it. Uh, I like it in this in this form. And I think Riddle, Riddle has the proper hype up. It works for certain people. It works th- for him. That's what, that's what I want to see in the promos. I think uh, I think it's fine being the chilled yeah, like that. Yeah, but I, yeah. I'm waiting for that moment, which we've seen in a couple of his matches, like his match against Dream, like this match, where he's taking it cool and easy and right. then he gets pissed off and sort of... Sure. Snaps, and I'd love to. I can't wait to see that promo when he goes away from being chilled, doesn't make a wisecrack comment, and is like, "Oh, I'm mad now." He just—it's because he's—he's smoking the the weed, and then he's like all happy, and then he kills people. It's pretty crazy. I love this. I love this guy. He's growing on me so much. Uh, back to this match again. Suplexes after suplexes. He is the suplex machine, but he runs into the greatest move ever in professional wrestling. The Ushi Garoshi from Adam Cole. Now, Adam does it from the actual shoulders, like the fireman carry into it. Uh, I lose my mind every time uh, I see this move. It's the greatest. Um, I know you don't watch NXT UK as much, but um, oh, I'm blanking on her name now. Someone had a, a, her finish of, the, of her match is the Ushi Garoshi, but she changed the name to like her name, and I'm blanking on it, and everyone's yelling at me now. But it didn't look as good as Adam Cole. So. <laughs> he does it. More of a suplex neckbreaker. So, yeah, that. but this one, he did the actual Ushiguroshi. And then a few minutes later, he hits him with the actual oh, suplex right, one. Okay. It looked crazy. Uh, there's a ripcord knee by Matt Riddle. This match is crazy to follow because there's just so many spots and so many big moves. Uh, he lifts uh, Riddle lifts Adam Cole up on his shoulders to go for some sort of go-to-sleep type move. But Adam Cole reverses it, goes behind him and hits him with a backstabber. This looks, this looks crazy. It's more a gorilla press. Like this he had him nuts. up and yeah. he slipped out. This looked great. It looks so cool. Um, and Riddle like sold it like beautifully. Death. Like he was like, fuck, where did that come from? And Adam Cole gets up and goes for a super kick, but 
Riddle catches the foot and puts him in an ankle lock. And now Kurt Angle would be proud of this ankle lock. It looked like it looked, I, it looked yeah. like you would he could tap. It, the selling from Cole made it so believable. Now he gets out of the ankle lock, but then eats Adam Cole eats a huge roundhouse, and then three fishermen. Oh, sorry, two fishermen busters on the third. This is where Cole counters it into his suplex lift into the Ushi Goroshi. Now, again, I ask this every week. When you do it off the shoulders, it's the Ushi Goroshi. When you do it from the suplex, what does he call it? I don't know. I need to figure it out. Crazy. I need a shirt that just says Ushi Goroshi. Sushi Goroshi. <laughs> Suplex Garoshi, I don't know. Sushi Garoshi. There you go. The Sushi Garoshi, because it's the suplex, right? Uh, The Sushi Garoshi is what I'm calling it, and it's the greatest move in wrestling. Uh, You would kill people if you hit this on them. Uh, But it's no side Russian leg sweep, but it's. (laughs) That's the best move. That's the best move. (laughs) Have you ever done it on someone? It hurts you more than it hurts them. (laughs) There's a lot of moves like that. As I've said before, Spanish fly looks great. I do not understand it at all. Who are you hurting there? Uh, that's why you got to go with the Sushi Garoshi. Mm. You'll kill people. Suplex lift into that. Boom. Done. Um, he kicks out of the Sushi Garoshi, which I lost my damn mind. Uh, he goes out for another super kick on Riddle, but he fakes him out and does the just kidding and hits him in the knee. He then goes for the Panama City Sunrise, the Canadian Destroyer. But Riddle counters it and rolls through. There's a counter and a counter and another counter. And Adam Cole connects with the last shot on Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle kicks out. A bit really hard here. Yeah, I thought it was over. Me and too. Matt Riddle kicks out of his finish. We've seen Gargano kick out of the last shot, and he was the first guy. And they, they brought this up on commentary, and it got me thinking. I think Cole needs to introduce a, a super finisher. I thought that's what the Panama City Destroyer, but Gargano kicked out of that back in yeah, New York as he well. Needs, so. He needs some kind of, like... Well, uh, well before you say that... I think that's what he was going for. So he, he hits the last shot, and he I noticed he did do this in in New York. He takes the knee pad yeah, off. Yeah, he's, he's done that a few yeah. times. So maybe, you know, you take the knee pad off, it hurts more, because the exposed knee, you know? It's a bone. Yeah. Bone so Matt, uh, Adam Cole is pretty pissed, because Riddle kicked out of the last shot. So now he's taking down his knee pads. He's ready to, to hit another one. And he goes for a second last shot. But he's picked up onto the shoulders. The bro to sleep from Matt Riddle. Then a nasty powerbomb. And I mean nasty. Like Cole's bounces off. Cole just bounces off the ground here. Followed by a huge knee strike right to the mush. Cole rolls out of the ring here because he was seeing himself losing. This is where Roderick Strong comes down to try to help. He ends up getting kicked, uh, like a penalty kick style, off the apron by Matt Riddle, which sends him into the 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 outside area. The the I wrote he goes for like the buckshot lariat. Kind yeah, of like that's what I think he was going for. He goes where you're like on the, the apron and you flip into the ring to go to clothesline the guy. But as he does the flip, he lands on his feet and gets super kicked right in the face. And again, I bit on this match, but he kicks out at two. I thought for sure Matt Riddle was going to lose there. And out of the two count kick, he turns the pin pinning combo there into the bro mission, which Adam Cole taps out Matt Riddle. Beats him 
What a what a match for NXT TV. What a banger. Highly recommend if you do not watch regularly. This is one of the ones to go check out. Um, Matt Riddle rolls out of the ring smiling. He's going to go roll up a dube. And uh, he leaves. He, he's all excited. He just beat the number one contender. The so uncrowned champion, if mm-hmm. you will. He beat him. And he walks off. Now, Undisputed Era, they all come down to the ring. There's a lot of tension going on. But before we get into that, did you you obviously love this match? This I feel like my notes were all over the place because there was just so much things going on. Yeah, I th- I thought it was a fantastic match. Um, I, I go back to the like the kick out from the last shot. Yeah, and w- saying about does he need a super finisher? I don't know. Like it's great in a match as big and hyped as Gargano. Sure. In a in a WrestleMania weekend takeover, kicking sure. out of your finisher. Right. Do you want people kicking out of your finisher sure. on TV? Yeah. I just feel it starts taking away from the finishers Finish. a bit, and I feel maybe he should have something else now that he needs the to go to. Knee, or maybe a sushi garoshi off the top. Yeah, something like I mean, Cena's got his super AA, yeah. but you. You normally on TV you see a finisher hit. Yeah. There's there's a pin after it, um, but that's that's nitpicking. I thought I thought this was another fantastic TV match, one to put in the books. Give give Matt Riddle some time to to work out the promo, the character essentially. The character is himself, so I wouldn't really say the character, but kind of like you're right. In- get the intensity. Get something a little bit more than just like the smiley bro. And, and he's done. He's ready for WWE TV. Because this match, this could have been a match that you watched on Raw and people would be talking about. Because, like, this guy looks like a WWE superstar. He looks like he could, his face could be yeah. on the, the merch, the shirts. Like, he, he, he looks chiseled. He looks like a superhero. The way Matt Riddle works in the ring, he looks like the best. He's improved. Again, I, I have not watched a lot of him on the indies. I knew of him. I knew about the whole rage, rage about him and all that. But... Now that he's come here, it's like he's getting into the the WWE style, maybe mm. a bit bit better, and he's working, and he's going to be molded into like this superstar. He's so good, and uh, I th- I feel yeah. maybe a multi man match is the way to go. I guess so. Title. Yeah, what do you do? Because well, you can you can have a whether it be a triple threat or a four way, you can have Riddle be look. I beat Cole. Uh, I beat Cole. I beat him. Um, Cole can still be I, I won that first fall yeah um, three way I think as I yeah I think so and then have the big hot singles match for for some sure time. I would be really cool with watching Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle versus Johnny Gargano yeah for the title that sounds crazy take my money like we've seen Gargano Cole we've seen Cole Riddle like come on that mm. sounds insane so yeah let's do that let's, let's make that the match because you can't you can't just take Cole and give him the shot. He lost. Yeah. So, uh, ho- however, we go back to the ring. Mm. Roderick Strong and Undisputed Era, they are now in the ring with Adam Cole. Um, and Cole's like, what are you doing, Roddy? What are you doing? And he shoves Roderick Strong. And now the crowd here is is all up up and about it. The crowd in full says, like, what's going on? Uh, Roddy tries to explain to him, and they're all arguing. Bobby Fish is holding Roddy back. Kyle O'Reilly's holding Adam Cole back. Um, the crowd in full stairs, they start chanting, hug it out. They do not hug it out. Um, they push each other. Cole uh, refuses to hug it out, and he rolls out of the ring, and he walks off. And as he's walking off, the last shot of the show here, 
Cole turns to him, like down looking at the ring still, and yells out, I won the five-way by myself, but whenever Roddy gets involved, there's a big understanding, and walks off to the back. So clearly, that is the story here. Whenever Roderick Strong gets involved, Adam Cole loses. Which isn't quite true either. Well, <laughs> well, uh, Roddy lost when Cole got involved. Exactly, yeah. Um, I think these four are great, though. Like, I completely believed all this tension yeah. at the end. It didn't feel like acting. It, no. It felt real. I like that they've got... Um, it's not everyone against Roddy. Yes. I like how yes. Bobby like how Fish, Fish is, is on, on side. Roddy's side and yeah. is the side. Just, just calm down and yeah. sort it out. Fish is like the dad. Of the group. Yeah. Not because he's the oldest, but, like, he seems the most wise. He's like, yo, guys, let's, we, can, we can sort this out. We can figure this out. Um, yeah, I like, th- I like this as well. Uh, I obviously do not want them to split up. But let's look at this realistically for two seconds. There's four of them. It's hard to have a four-man team hmm. in the world of wrestling. Just because it's, like, three is easier. Three, simple. You can have the tag, the one guy on the outside. Four is a little bit different... They've been doing it fine, the way they've been doing it. Everyone's like, is Roddy going to leave? It's terrible if Roddy leaves. No, 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 no. What if Adam Cole leaves Undisputed Era? And it's now just the other three that are the group. <laughs> I I don't see that happening. Um, the, the more I'm thinking about your idea, I think it's, I think it's good. If you have Cole win the... Uh, the, pro- the prophecy, Sorry, will, the prophecy Roddy, will happen. Roddy wins the North American, North American title. From Dream. From Dream. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't get involved in the main event. And Cole loses. And Cole loses. Right. But maybe Cole doesn't get pinned if it, <clears throat> sure. say it's a, say it's three-way. Right. Um, you build up to Cole Gargano 2. Right. You have Undisputed Era against forgotten sons or whatever in Toronto right they win the tag titles between Uh, between TakeOver 25 and SummerSlam you pretty much have Roddy and Cole are are split sure for that even though they're still in the the group group, but they're split it's like it's like Cody Kenny kind of thing and Undisputed then Era's fine Era's fine um you have the Gargano um Gargano uh, Cole match Roddy comes out you think he's going to screw over Cole he screws over Gargano of course, yeah. Cole's your champion Roddy's your champion yeah, the prophecy. O'Reilly and Fish are your champions prophecy SummerSlam Gargano turns up on Raw the next night as Boom. as Bob <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome John <laughs> just wrestling yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the prophecy is going to happen, and it starts with this... We've with this, booked it, we've booked yeah, it. Yeah, we just... They take you our, heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, why don't we book it? So Roddy <laughs> Roddy will be North American, Undisputed Era will be tagged, and Cole to finally win the NXT title, fulfilling the prophecy of Undisputed Era. And it will then be, what, it'll be two years since his debut. Crazy. Wouldn't it? He definitely deserves it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I think that is the proper way to book NXT for the next little while. It just makes a lot of sense. Then you have Riddle with a legitimate case to go against that title because yep. he's beaten Cole here. You have a whole program set yeah. for that. We've booked the next year. Wow. Yeah. You don't even need to watch it, guys. Yeah. You just listen to us and we'll talk about it. Something you brought to my attention right now before we finish recording. Uh, WWE.com, YouTube exclusive stuff. They love to post behind the scenes of NXT. So this video we just watched 
is Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. They leave Full Sail. They're leaving the arena and they're arguing and they're fighting. And this is what the video is. Go watch it on their YouTube or whatever. So what's happening in this? So yeah, Roddy's storming out on his own. He's like, and I'm then, done. I'm tired of this shit. And they swearing and they censor it with bleeps. Yeah, which makes it way, Which makes it even more interesting. Um, and Adam Cole calls Roderick Strong a little bitch. Yeah, he's saying every time you're out there, you're, you're fucking up. Yeah. You're fucking up my matches. This is great. Um, and Roddy's like, you call me a little bitch? Well, you're a little bitch. And they're like just shouting back at each other. And then you have Kyle and Fish. They're trying to separate the two. Roddy takes off his shirt. He's getting he's getting fired up. He takes off the shirt and the armband and like throws it because at them. Because Cole says, maybe you don't deserve to wear this. So there you go. They're teasing this this breakup. But they're fine. They're fine. They're Everything, fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Everything's fine. But yeah, this, this was pretty significant. Yeah, they um, should have put this on the show. Considering it was an underrun. They could have just added this after the yeah, fact. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool they do some stuff on WWE.com. Because yeah. it makes you think... Everywhere, oh, well, maybe I should check out. Did yeah. anything else happen after this? It may, this, um, is gr- this is a great little thing because it adds to this. So yeah, this is definitely built on the Especially story. them swearing. I'm sure we'll see this next week on the show. Sure, yeah. Um, but mm. yeah, this this was pretty newsworthy. Damn it, Roddy. Stop being a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Undisputed Era, The Prophecy, can't even, the t-shirts would be great. It'd all be great. <laughs> Right now, they're still the disputed era. Yeah, they're the uncomfortable era. <laughs> That's what they are right now. Um, I, I enjoy it. Uh, they're really good at their role. All all guys uh, in this. So, hats off to NXT again. If you're not watching NXT, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, I'll tell you what we are doing. We will go to feedback. Yeah, forum.postwrestling.com. We put it up every Wednesday night when NXT after during when NXT airs. And then we read it out on our show, such as today. Would you like to start? Sure. We have Jesse from The Six. Hey, I'm going to Ring of Honor with him tonight. He's my date. Uh, I never watch Riddle on the Indies, so maybe you fellas have a better idea of his work. Does he fare well in longer sports entertainment style matches? I loved his match with Dream at TakeOver, but tonight I thought the first half of the match was boring. I couldn't really get into him as a babyface selling for the heel during traditional wear-down heat spots. I like Riddle the most when he's incorporating MMA style strikes and submissions. I don't really want to see him selling for a two-minute reverse chin lock spot, but I don't really want to see any another reverse chin lock spot ever. So maybe it's just me. Question for Davey. Did you see those Champs League uh, semi-finals second legs this week? Amazing. Even as a gooner, you must respect that drama of the Spurs win. Uh, was that English? It was. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, we've got two uh, English footy? teams in the Champions League final. Whoa. It's footy. Uh, I did not see the matches. I I was keeping up to date with the scores. Which team's Beckham on? He's retired. He's long <laughs> gone. Joking. Um But, yeah, no, you've got to give your hats off to Spurs there. Yeah. Although, I would like to see Liverpool win. We could have an all-English Europa League final as well. Uh Wow. Who knows? Uh, Arsenal were playing in like an hour from now. Ooh. Uh, question for Braden: Is Lars still five star, or does alleged racism and sexism lose him some stars? Ooh, you heard about that? All that I have. Large yeah. stuff. I mean, it's been out for a while. It's in the eyes now. That's yeah. what's very interesting about it. So, uh, I mean, uh, you you're not five stars in my eyes if you uh, if you live your way your life that way. They've obviously got clear plans for him as well because similar stuff came out with um, Zara Schreiber is that her name yeah uh, 
where she was in NXT. Yep. And they just yep. they took they took her off. They got rid of her very quickly. I could see this uh, affecting WWE. A lot of people will go after this if if you watch you know the next big pay per view and he's on it and he wins a match or something along those lines. Like people will not give up. Essentially, people will push this on the internet. Yeah. If this is a thing, like. I have been on, you know, my Reddits and such, and I've read some of the stuff that uh, has been posted, and it's pretty upsetting. Yeah, to be and people say, um, like, dragging stuff up from the past, which this is unfair. This but is not is, that from the past. It's not... Well, these at, these messages in these yeah. messages boards are, but the thing I see, when James Gunn got taken away sure. from Guardians of the Galaxy... Yeah, that's different. His were... Uh, Bad taste jokes. Yes. And they were clearly jokes. Yes. Of I bad think, taste. I, th- I thought so. Of bad taste. Yes. But I don't feel that reflects him as a human being. Sure. It it reflects a, a lack of judgment and someone in that position... Or he wasn't in that position at that time. Sure. This reflects someone's personality, I think. The kind of comments he's been making... Yeah, and yeah, they don't. How they didn't much seem like jokes, does your personality change in those? Few Big years? E has come out and said some stuff on it. Like yeah. it's it's a whole. It's just messy, in my opinion. Yeah. It is, and I think, I think we see this so much in WWE a kind of double standards. One hundred percent all the time. Um, uh, I just I just feel like uh, it's just not it's it's two thousand nineteen now. Like we shouldn't be this shouldn't be a thing. I don't know. That's just how I've I, I agree. I've, I've lived in uh, Toronto. Huge multicultural city, my entire life since I was a kid. Yeah. That's something to me that I don't fathom in my mind how people how people can. Be I like just that. I don't understand. That's just my where I'm from. Uh, so I don't know. I don't want to say too much on it. We don't know. He could he could be WWE champion this year. We the don't thing know. Is, but the the wider this news goes, and especially with these uh, like Fox and USA, of course. Games, I mean, we've seen this week from. I'll tell you what I've seen on Twitter is people are tagging. Uh, WWE, Vince McMahon, Lars, and sponsors. Yeah. And they're tagging them on Twitter being like, look at this. You're pushing this guy? What is it? And that's where it's going to change things. You start tagging sponsors and things, people will, will get rid of it. And as I know, firsthand, you can get a lot done through the powers of Twitter. Oh, you can You can get a lot of things done in your life by going on Twitter and complaining yeah. or saying or tagging people because people will have your back. Shout out to my up next... Uh, Twitter followers. Um, yeah, that's that's all I get. I mean, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it because it's like... I don't know. It's, t- it's, it's tough. Let's go to our next one. Paul from New Jersey. He says, I really enjoyed Mia Yim versus Bel Air. Looking forward to seeing these two face off again. Mendoza looked really good and anything involving Adam Cole is going to be good, Bay Bay. He says, how come one hour of NXT, which is compromised of... Basic comprised. St- comprised of basic storylines and solid wrestling can be the best five hours of wildcard main roster dribble. I understand there is a way, way bigger audience for the main roster, but I refuse to believe that this style of presentation wouldn't get over with a wrestling fan. As much as I hate the wild card, hearing David on Review of Raw was pretty cool, so at least it works somewhere. <laughs> wild card. Thank you. You're the wild card. Wild card. You're the wild card. Um... NXT does have the advantage of being taped, so they they can plan weeks of stories in one go. Um, 
But I think, yeah. Jesse from the six jumps back in on the feedback and goes, I really hope the post-wrestling wildcard continues so we can hear Braden on British wrestling experience doing his awful English accent. What English accent? Let's make it happen. <laughs> we should have a one-week superstar shake-up where just every show is presented by... Wildcard. Different people. Wildcard. What show would I do? So it can be like you and... WH Park. WH doing British wrestling experience. <laughs> Me and Bushby doing Rewind of Raw. John and Way. John and Benno doing Up Next. There you go. What's Way going to do? Uh, Way's well, left out. <laughs> who, who else is there? <laughs> <laughs> who else do we have in our group? I'll tell you who we don't have. No, uh, let's go to our next uh, bit of feedback. Is it you or me? Uh, it's me. Go we have it. Evil... Uh, I love when Bianca starts NXT because her music amps you up. Love the finish to the match. I can't decide who is worse, Riddick Moss or Kona Reeves. <laughs> I'm leaning towards Kona. I wish the Undisputed Era would just watch their matches back. If they did, they would see that Roddy has taken bullets for Adam Cole and not break up because that booking sucks. They have the potential to be the greatest stable ever, provided Vince d- dies Jesus. before they hit the main roster. Jesus Christ. Oof. Uh, yeah, that's the whole gimmick. That's the whole angle. Is like, like you just you corrected me, like you saying you're like actually Roddy's helped him quite a bit. Yeah, that's the story. But that's wrestling. Yeah, for you. yeah, they never, yeah. Of they never watch what's happening. Yeah, that's why it's so good. Like, look, I don't want them to break up, but this breakup angle is fantastic. Yeah, it's like. Any show, you watch the tension between the characters. That's what. That's how they get you. Uh, Kinney oh. from Bristol, UK. Finally, I get to leave some feedback. Ah, uh, yes, Kinney. We met in New York in for uh, for WrestleMania yeah. weekend. Good lad. Great episode of NXT. I'm still not used to this theme song. They need some grime instead to hype it up. I agree with you, Kinney. Uh, Kinney, send me some good grime to listen to. I need some. I need some stuff. He says, good start to a feud for Belair and Mia Yim. Do you think B- Belair needs to be a main event player? What do you think she needs? Um, keep uh, going. Keep doing it, I think, is what she needs. She's got the trash-talking down part. Like, she keeps going down this path. I think she will be a star. She's she's going there, I think. Being able to, like, yeah, keep it up in a 20-plus-minute match, I think. Yeah. You can't um, just have five-minute squashes and stuff. Not saying that that's what this was, but... Yeah, he says nice spotlight for Mendoza. I'm interested to see where Riddick Moss goes. He says good continuation of the undisputed era storyline. It would be fire to see Roddy versus Cole. Do you think it will end up like that? I would love to watch that match. I don't think that's where that's ending up right away. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think maybe one day, maybe we will get that. But like, I don't need to see it. He says, Brady, what do you think of this wild card ish on the main roster? I think Vince needs to go on the Riddick regimen. <laughs> Great memories for me and Shugs with you guys of Romania weekend. Keep up the good work. P.S. I finally removed my WWE sticker from my T-shirts. I need to let these suckers out here know this merch is official. <laughs> yes, he rocks the stickers. Oh, the I didn't check to see how many stickers Bobby Fish had on his shirt this week. Oh, we didn't know. Damn it. Oh. I have to go back. Uh, he says, he asked me what I think of the wild card. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. We watched Raw together yeah. uh, this week, and I was like, what the fuck's going on? You've heard why they're doing, or apparently why they're doing Yeah. Uh, but Like you were saying, yeah. pissed that they're moving everyone to... Of course. Well, and, and that makes sense. It's a way to appease both. It's just so I think, interesting. I think the idea is fine. I think doing it so soon after the Superstar shake-up, when yeah. we still had Raw... That's why I'm week, like, well, this is dumb. It feels dumb. And also just a few more rules in place. Like... Like, a superstar can only move once 
it every just, couple no, of months. Let's just tell what it is. It's lazy. It's cheap and it's just lazy. Have have it as stupid. like a more structured rule. It's not. It's so um, stupid. I, I, I'm. I'm. It's. It's not even something. I'm like. It's so. It's so fucking. I can't fathom it that I'm just like whatever. Yeah. I don't even. It's like whatever. Um. Let's just wait till Brock shows up on SmackDown and beats the fuck out of Kofi, because that's what's happening. Like yeah. that's what sounds like what's happening. So like, what the fuck? Who I will have to say, Kofi Kingston as WWE champion is fucking killing it, and they're gonna fucking take this away from him. I hopefully not. I'm yeah, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm so so often you happy have with it. have the build to the crowning moment at Mania, and then they'll feud with Kane. It's because he's not. It's because he's yeah yeah. It's because he's not coming off like an idiot the way I thought they would push Kofi mm. Kingston winning the title. He cuts promos like insert promos before matches on Raw and I'm like, yeah, he's there's so sounding much, good. There's so, so much heart in all so of his So much heart. That's exactly and, it. And I think it's great that he defended yeah. it this week. Yeah. It, I, I, like, I think regular defenses yeah. are just going to make him a more legitimate champion. Um, we go to PJ River. The biggest takeaway of this episode for me is Raul Mendoza's victory. I literally shouted, fuck yeah. He's a great wrestler. I agree with Jesse. The first half of the main event was bland, but it did pick up. I still don't like to see this tension amidst the Undisputed Era. Maybe the Undisputed Era will be like uh, Ross and Rachel, and they'll go on a break. Yeah. And then and then uh, and Roger Strong will hook up with the... the Cole go to London and <laughs> bounce and marry O'Reilly and calls out... Roddy's name? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> wow, I didn't know you watched Friends. Of course I watched Friends. All right. We should review it. Uh, the whole thing. <laughs> uh, who? You're you're Joey, because you're the actor. I'm Chandler. Oh, you're I'm, kind of I'm Ro- Ross. You're kind of Ross, Ross, actually. Yeah, you I'm are Ross. Ross and Ted. You're very Ross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's okay, I'm Chandler. David George from Manila... Hey, my BFFs, uh, Mia Yim versus Bel Air really gives me a stress reliever in the start of the show. Can't wait what's in store for them anytime soon. It looks like Raul Mendoza looked really good in terms of ring work, especially his springboard screwy splash thing of beauty. Keep it up. Oh, welcome back, Riddick Moss. Where is Tino? Is it Tino or Tito? I thought it was Tito. I thought it was Tito. You're Michael Jackson. I'm Tito. Uh, anyway, this new gimmick is just a Simon System knockoff. That's Obviously, people keep thinking that. Uh, I have nothing else to say about the main event other than it. Then it's just a goodly effort-looking segment with no extras. Uh, da- uh, something, something, Daddy Roddy. Trivia: Donovan Dijakovic feast your eyes gimmick reminds me of the WCW promos taken by the late Sean O'Hare, and especially his in-ring skills, which is based of. I could see where you, you're coming off of that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I prefer Dijakovic to, yeah, to yeah. Sean O'Hare. Uh, he says, take care and God bless. Take care and God bless to you too. Uh, we go to B Detroit. What up, doe? What up, doe? Undisputed Era is fine. Fine. That is all. We're fine. We're fine. Side note, just got my ticket for TakeOver Toronto. So, Braden, I need to know where to buy some Kushida. <laughs> And will there be a takeover tailgate? Anyways, cheers, bro. Um, yes, there will be a takeover tailgate. Uh, and the honeypot. <laughs> no, don't go there. Buy a weed maps, bro. Weed maps. You can have it delivered to you. Someone will bring Cafe. it to you. Cafe, right near the BD. And they do good coffee as yeah. well. Yeah, don't buy it from the, the government. Cafe Crisp. Don't buy it from the government. That's all I say. You're gonna get if you got get it from the government. You're getting stuff that was put in a bag like three years ago. It's just chilling. Like, don't don't do it. Um, I love that he called it 
Kushida. Kushida. Like, obviously, I've called it that before, but, like, I feel like I should create uh, my own strand and call it that. And then the smoke Kushida. it with Kushida. He would not smoke it. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yes, the TakeOver tailgate. Closer to the SummerSlam weekend. Hmm. We will uh, give out some details about that. If you are coming to Toronto for SummerSlam and TakeOver and all that, let's hang out. That's all we got to say. Let's go to Mystery. He's got some NXT feedback. Bel Air and Mia Yim was missing something. I can't put my finger on it, but it felt a little off. The Forgotten Sons beating down the Viking Raiders was incredibly goofy. I don't see anything in the Suns. He says, I don't like, I don't see anything in Jessamine and Marina right now. It was great that EO got a few good hits, but Duke and Marina are an anchor on the women's division and it feels like they should be off TV until they look more natural. He says, Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole was good, although I'm not really a fan of people complaining about how Cole is being buried either. So, no, it's serving the story. Yeah. Like, as long as losses are serving a bigger story, realistically, Cole's got a bigger story going on than Riddle right now. Yeah. Even if Riddle did have the win. I'm not overly bothered by it. Let's go to the last one here. Patrick from Toronto. Great episode this week, as always, with another solid main event. NXT never fails to entertain. I was thinking about all the little things NXT does right that gets you to tune in week after week. For example, something simple like hyping up the main event of the show in the intro package does wonders. It makes it feel like a legitimate contest and keeps you around until the end. Why does the main product have to go out of their way to make it seem like it's a fake sport with incoherent, inconsistent storylines? Like Jesse, I also want to get Davies' thoughts on his North London rivals in the Champions League finals. Yeah, you'll never walk alone. That's what I'll say. Uh, take care, boys, and all the best. Enjoy the rest of the week and your weekend. Thank you. That's it for forum.postwrestling.com. Alice. Yeah, uh, postwrestling.com is where you can check out all the stuff from John Away, from Davey and myself, including our movie reviews. Uh, you can listen to us talk about NXT every Thursday. We will be doing an NXT TakeOver Bridgeport show. Yeah. Maybe we'll just call it TakeOver 25. I did check. It is the 25th take. Whoa. Yeah. What? what? They're not lying to us? They're not lying wow. to us. Wow. Isn't it weird? We're so, we think they're lying. You That's are, so you... convenient for them though. They're like, because they, they have a weird thing in WWE like, with woof. names. Yeah. They're... They'll announce where they're from every week and sometimes like, ah, uh, we're not saying we're in this town. <laughs> it's true. And they'll go, hello, raw audience, yeah. WWE universe. <laughs> It's and then the next week they'll be like Chicago what up LA yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're in a big town now uh, let's go to Bridgeport let's do it what's it like 8 hours let's yeah. drive let's, get a, let's yeah. just get a ride there someone buy us a flight to Bridgeport we'll be there uh, no so we will be doing a show uh, probably that night uh, TakeOver 25 um, let's make it a, let's make it a thing let's yeah. make it a TakeOver 25 we're going to talk about all the TakeOvers <laughs> all of them We'll do maybe something uh, closer to to promote, like, uh, I don't know, maybe a watch-along or something like that. Yeah. Let's take over 25. we yeah. got to celebrate. It would be uh, cool. Yeah, it'll be great. So look out for that on the Post Wrestling website. And uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, all that fun stuff, wherever you download us. Um, and give us some good reviews. Uh, we need some more reviews on our stuff. So if you listen to us and you never give us five stars or whatever, you don't have to. But if you can, you know. It's something small that helps us out a yeah, lot. Yeah, so, we don't ask for much. Yeah. Just do that. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! I'm fine. <laughs> really? Absolutely. I'm fine. <laughs> totally fine. I, I don't know.
know why it's coming out all loud and squeaky, because really, I'm fine. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard to recycle plastics can be so much more participate in the hefty energy bag program happening in your neighborhood today call it duty modern warfare is here and so is mountain dew roger that now you can unlock in-game rewards like only do can wait what rewards a do operator skin man i love operator skins dual double xp and even call of duty points you're kidding me double xp and call of duty points this is incredible i can't believe it this- soldier get a hold of yourself <clears throat> oh roger that Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and 328 23.